right. Welcome back to Haunts and Creeps. I'm your host, Welcome. Asia. And that was Rose. <laughs> Good to be back. It was, what, like three months or something? No, it wasn't that long. No, but it's been at least a month and a half, almost two. Yeah, too long. Yes, way too long. Yeah. I'm going to have to turn you down again. We're, we're testing out this uh, distant recording thing, and after completely removing my room around, I can't find my earbuds, so. Yeah. But we sound good. We do. Or we, we sound, sound better. Sexy. We sound <laughs> sexy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you have any disturbing facts for the last month and a half? Um, you know, I totally forgot to think about that at all. Hey, mine's the fact you moved away. Oh. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, it's a little disturbing. It is. I guess. I, wanted, I had this No, you know what's planned. disturbing? Hmm. Here's my disturbing thing of the month and a half. I can't find a fucking job as a nurse. <laughs> hey, you told me that doesn't count. <laughs> Okay, that doesn't count. But I just thought of another one. Yeah. I got COVID. I can't smell anything. And that's really disturbing. <laughs> the worst part is how you got COVID. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> Do I need to go into it? <laughs> Summary. Boyfriend's mom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we were trying to protect her, but little did we know. You need to protect she had yourself. it all along. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my only symptom is I can't smell anything. And it's really weird. Like, when I first realized I couldn't smell anything, I was cooking food. I was like, I can't smell this. So then I went to the bathroom and I got Tiger Balm, which if people don't know, it's like, it's kind of like Icy Hot. And we got the extra strength red type. I could not smell it at all. Oh. And it was really weird. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah, but the smell's coming back and I'm rejoicing. Good. Getting over <laughs> it. Yeah. You didn't die from it, so that that's good. Yeah, Pfft, COVID's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> don't quote me on that. <laughs> Alright, let's hope I don't lose internet again. I've already lost it twice in the last two hours. So I'll do my best to keep everyone satisfied while you're gone. If Keep lose them all it. entertained. Yeah. Okay, right. so what's the topic? What are Today's we doing today? Topic, we are moving into Arizona, and we are starting Me. with the Jerome Grand Hotel. Hell yeah. Is this going to be spooky? Yes. <laughs> so I had fun with this one. I'm not sure if it's quite as good as the Sloss Furnaces, but I think it's up there. There's a lot of history and some random shit. All right. One more disturbing thing that I just remembered. I was going to watch the Ghost Adventures episode on this. Mm. It happened to be on a day that I was exhausted, so instead I passed out about 10-15 minutes into it. Ooh. Come back to do it again less than a week later, it had been taken down. No! The whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks they had information that I couldn't find anywhere else about a building right next door. God damn it. Our luck. I know. Damn. I am so mad. Especially because that day that I took a nap, I'm like, I should not have napped. I should not have fallen asleep. I should have stuck it out and watched it. Yeah. That pain is visceral, though, because it's like, it's so hard to get info on this stuff. And you had a jackpot, and then it just disappeared. That sucks. Yes. So this could have been better. It was almost better. So I'm sorry, but you're just going to have to watch the episode for the other building that seems to be haunted as fuck, too. <laughs> right. You know, I wonder if we should stop admitting how horrible this is, how, how bad our podcast is. I don't know. I feel like it adds a sense of realism. <laughs> yeah, we're real. We're real around here. <laughs> we are real people. We make mistakes. Life happens. Shit happens. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the thing about this hotel that makes it spooky is that its original purpose was a hospital. Mm, that's always spooky. Mm -hmm. Its name was formerly the United Verde Hospital. Hmm. The United Green Hospital. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that green? <laughs> yes. 
Ugh, God. <laughs> so it opened in 1927, and its main occupancy were the, the miners that were severely injured and sick in the surrounding area. I mean, in addition to general population issues, but the primarily primary reason it had been built was because it was a huge mining town and they there were so many accidents they didn't have enough areas to keep up with that many people so they built this big ass hospital damn so it the town itself it was paving the way for modern convenience with electricity in the early 1900s for example the building was carefully thought out in its structure the foundation was poured in place which for the time was not common thing to do as in like cement like yeah okay cool yeah so they like carved out the area where the building was going to be and then poured the cement foundation to get it started you know in this show we learn a lot about like historical ways of building things yes (laughs) it just comes up a lot this building i really like the thought that was put into it it made me happy (laughs) Okay, so what was that? Um, It was also made to be fireproof, meaning not one piece of wood was used in the construction of a frame or any part of the building, like structurally. So like we learned in Seattle, don't build the shit out of wood and it won't burn down. (laughs) Exactly. Excellent. (laughs) It also is earthquake resistant because of all the mining that was going on and all the explosions it had to withstand that on top of whatever else the fuck happened so you have a fireproof and earthquake proof building yeah and you said this is 1927 right yes and right before that was like we were in the 1890s in alaska for the whole gold rush shit Mm -hmm. when did people decide to start thinking about their buildings and doing them right like after a lot of year was that (laughs) Somewhere between 1980 to 90 to 1920s. So you got like a 40-year gap in there of learning lessons. <laughs> so many lessons to learn. Um, all right. So now while the hospital was only open for 23 years, it was the epitome of the future during the Industrial Revolution. The cool. United Verde had the best medical equipment in the city. Like, they Dope. Were, what does that mean for 1920? For the time, they had the highest quality of everything, and then anything new that was invented, they had it. Like, Damn. This hospital was the most well-equipped hospital. They say in the city, and for the time, I'm just going to make a whim here of probably in the whole state, if not more. Yeah, I mean, like if you have got the top stuff just in your city, you probably got the top stuff in your state. Yeah. Also, I just learned um, an advantage to this remote uh, recording shit. I turned my mic off so I could sneeze. And you didn't have to hear that. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. So moving away was a good thing. <laughs> For that one fact. <laughs> All right. So the intentional... For the intentional, sorry, the intention <laughs> for this hospital was to be a general surgical hospital able to meet the needs of anyone with any illness or injury. Fun fact, the first ever self-service elevator in Arizona was installed at this facility and it serviced oh my all God. five floors of the building. I just realized a hospital without elevators, that would be a fucking nightmare mm-hmm. because there's like most of your patients can't walk up and down stairs. So you either have to have everything on a single floor, which means it's super spread out. So like if you're taking someone from the ER to the OR, like you're walking across an entire floor's worth of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's that's actually pretty amazing. <laughs> yep, some perspective for you. The first self-service elevator that serviced all five floors. It wasn't just like we're going to go up one level and down one level. It is all yeah. five floors going up. Yeah. Pretty I wonder cool. if hospitals even had five floors before that. Probably not, simply because of what you said. You have to be able to move people up and down, not to mention the nurses yeah. and the doctors. That's a lot of flights of stairs and a lot of fucking time going up and down them. And basically, anyone who couldn't walk on their own upstairs would have to all be on the first floor. So any other floors yeah. would have to be for relatively healthy healthy people. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy. A lot of hospitals, obviously, you have the ER on the first floor. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of the times the ICU and the OR will be somewhere near either the next floor up or on the same floor just so that you can wheel people to the OR or wheel them to the ICU from the ER really quickly. Mm -hmm. And then if you have a helipad, the helipad's on the top of the hospital, right? There's usually an elevator that that is just for taking patients from the helicopter down straight to the ER. So no one else can use the elevator except for people who have like and it's got code one to entry get into and one it. exit. It's not like it stops yeah. on all the floors. It's like, no, we're going yeah. straight from top to bottom. Yeah, exactly. Um, back to the hospital. So the hospital was run off of steam engines, in particular a boiler that is still in service today. So this is yeah. one of my favorite parts of this whole building is this fucking boiler. Okay. <laughs> so remember, it's 1927. This yeah. boiler was designed to be portable and convertible. So what is a convertible today, boiler? I'll let you know. So today, <laughs> it runs off of natural gas, and it used to run off of coal. Like, they built what? it so, so you could run it off of coal, and they had a feeling that sometime in the future, there'll be something different. So there was an adapter built into this thing, and now it runs off natural gas. Oh my god, that's crazy. That yeah. means the engineers had to think about they had to create an adapter for something that wasn't even invented yet. Yes. Oh my god, my mind is blown. I know. And for the Who kicker, is building this building? <laughs> I don't know, but I want them to like build everything. <laughs> yeah. So on top of that, another really awesome part is it was built with a two-pump system. So it never had to be shut off for repairs. So if one if something needed to be fixed, especially if it was a pump, they'd shut down one pump, keep the other one working, and just keep fucking going. Yeah, well, in a hospital, that's super important. Like, hospitals always have backup generators so that if the power goes out, you know, a bunch of people's ventilators and IV poles that are pumping drugs that could not stop for even a minute or the patient will die can keep going. Yeah, so this boiler that is now almost 100 years old, is still running, still functional, hasn't had any problems. That's so dope. It's like someone went back in time and, like, made this boiler. (laughs) I know. So, like, I know it's a hospital. I know there's a lot of fun stuff, but this boiler is my favorite fucking part. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of wish I knew what all the, like, like, new equipment was. That'd be cool to know. Um, In the Ghost Adventures episode, they kind of show you the boiler room area and what everything else looks like. But nice. yeah, that boiler's still on, still going. It's fucking That's great. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> so moving away from structure, disappointing to me. <laughs> it is so estimated <laughs> that roughly nine thousand deaths occurred at the hospital in the twenty three years it was open. Yeah, sounds about right. The weird part is there are no known records of these deaths. What? Then how did they come up with that number? The report is a general hearsay with very little, very little, if any, verification of proof. Yeah, what? 9,023 years? Yeah. I mean, you'd kind of have to know the population size, but that seems like it's kind of a low number. It's low, but also 1920s. We weren't nearly as populated as we are today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we have no idea what the population was or like how often people were coming in. If you keep that talking, sucks. I can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. I have interesting <laughs> things to say. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's crazy that they were so advanced as far as architecture and building shit, but, like, they couldn't keep records. So, yes, my name is Rosemary, and uh, <laughs> that's the best I got. <laughs> All right. This is a really poor google search so yeah what are we searching again oh my god your attention span <laughs> it's the pretty amount bad of people in the area but it's not it's not showing so fuck it i bet they didn't take records of it probably not <laughs> um sadly back into it when the mining corporation shut down the need for such a large and well-outfitted hospital became obsolete 
Yeah. So then did the hospital close because it relies on private funding and not public funding? Pretty much. From the government? And just the amount of people, too. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was privately funded because the hospital closed in 1950. See, your hospital wouldn't have to close if healthcare was universal. Just saying. (laughs) I agree. I'm not arguing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then what happened to it? Um, it laid dormant for 46 years. Fuck. Yep. In 1996, our birth year, it had been remodeled and opened as the Duram Grand Hotel. Oh, yeah. It's a hotel. Oh, Jesus. That's such a bad idea. Yeah. Who, who looks at an abandoned hospital that's been abandoned for almost 50 years and goes, I'm going to make a hotel out of this. I don't know, but they did it. You're just like asking for hauntings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Today, there's a restaurant in the hotel, and it is named The Asylum. But to clarify... What? To clarify, the hospital had never been a facility for mental patients or anyone with consumption. TB. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, what? (laughs) So they're just, they're literally, they're doubling down on it. They're like, okay, we got a creepy ass background. Let's name this place the Asylum? Yeah, let's name our restaurant the Asylum. Just to double down on the fact that we made a bad choice. (laughs) Yep. Damn. So. um, Yeah. Are you lost in your notes? Well, my next paragraph was (laughs) about being annoyed about the ghost adventures thing, but I started that at the beginning. So good job! Oh. Wow. If any listeners are interested, it is season four, episode twelve. Excellent. And fuck the Travel Channel because I'm not paying for that shit. Yeah, fuck the Travel Channel. <laughs> All right, <laughs> on to the good stuff. The hauntings. <laughs> yes. So, as you'd expect, with the hotel previously being a hospital, it has all the spooks. Yes. Um, just a general over, overview. Word. Thank you. It's like <laughs> words aren't coming. Overview. <laughs> um, the average visitors will experience the usual stuff, like labored breathing, voices, and coughing. In addition to smelling flowers, smoke, dust, and whiskey when there's no source for it. And electronics will get iffy, the TV will turn on and off on its own, lights will flicker, the average shit you'd expect in a Classic. Mm-hmm. I do want to say the heavy breathing shit, though, that's un- that's unsettling. Because if I heard heavy breathing, I'd be like, is someone okay? I gotta go find this person. Sounds like they're having a hard time breathing. <laughs> <laughs> and then yep. you're just running around your room like, but also, there's heavy breathing in your room. It's just... <sighs> Ugh. Stop! No! <laughs> Your See, mic now is I can so do that. good. I can breathe heavily into the microphone. <laughs> no. God All damn. Right. So there's a resident ghost. No one knows if they're four or six, but it's a child, and this child lurks the hallways. Is heard running around the hotel. Appears at the foot of beds in the middle of the night. Ew. They hear it laughing or crying. So. You know, you gotta have the average haunted kid. But, like, how do they know if he's four or six? Has he told them that, or he looks four or he six? He looks somewhere between four, five, and six. I'm gonna say he's probably five. Okay, well, let's go with five. <laughs> <laughs> Does Is there, like, a background story to this kid? No, and that's what sucks. A lot of these God people don't have a lot of background, and it's really annoying. Yeah. Like, that's why, I'm like, it's not quite as good as Sloss, because you had background for people. This one doesn't right. have the background. Right. Sloss was just like the freaking gold standard. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> okay. So, oh, also there are reports of cries of newborn babies throughout the third and fourth floors, in addition to the smell of baby powder and zinc oxide. So that must have been the maternity ward. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. Nice. There's also some poltergeisty behavior. This would include electronics being unplugged. And poltergeist means they're like fucking with the physical environment, right? Yes, to fuck with you. Okay. Okay, so they're like, I was going to say, this sounds like residual stuff, Mm -hmm. like baby powder and babies crying. It's got a little bit of everything. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, because babies crying, they might not necessarily have died. It's just like there were so many babies crying, they left like an imprint. Yep. But then now you're talking about poltergeists, which are like consciously fucking with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, a little bit of everything. You got residual, you got active ghosts, you've got... I've got one I'm going to save for the end. It's one of my Fuck favorites. Yeah. And I, still don't, I don't have a report of how it happened. But I do have stories. And I'm excited. Hell yeah. Stories are just as good. Um, so yeah, poltergeisty behavior, electronics being unplugged, bottles of shampoo rolling on the floor or being thrown across the room. That sounds very specific. Yeah. And mobile electronic devices found with dead batteries under the center of the bed. So like a camera or your cell phone, some sort of electronic that is battery powered or needs to charge or something, it'll literally be found dead in the center of your bed, but underneath it. That is also very specific. Yes. Like is someone stealing the phones and just like hiding under the bed to play some freaking like That's where it's poltergeist or something. It's got intent behind it. It's like, yeah. we're going to put it in the center, but we're going to put it in the center under the bed. So... You know you didn't do it, and you're just going to be I confused. bet it's that five-year-old kid. Right. And you know what? Our children should not have electronics. Just saying. Angry Amen. birds. Not for <laughs> five-year-olds. <laughs> um, the staff that works on the third shift, they have reported hearing coughing and sneezing from the laundry room near where the previous maintenance man died. Oh! <gasps> Oh, is this a story? Yes, this one's a story. Yes. We do have a story for him. His Fuck name yeah. was Claude Harvey, and it's a pretty fun one. More of it's right, mysterious. Claude. So, Mr. Claude Harvey, his body was found in the elevator shaft. Ugh. But only partway. It said mean? that he went down to repair it because apparently the elevator had supposedly gotten stuck. He was later found with his head crushed in the shaft under the elevator car. So like his so, body was sticking out of the shaft, but his head was up looking at the elevator. Oh, so the thing just landed on him. Uh-huh. Now, the conspiracy theory is that there was nothing wrong with the elevator in the first place and that he was just murdered. The elevator was used to cover up the evidence. It's fine. Okay, so they shoved his head in the shaft, somehow had the elevator drop on his head, or did they chop his head off and then just drag him into that scene and placed it there? Could have been either. Could have been like a head injury, like someone took an axe to his head or something and then they put it under the elevator dropped the elevator on him to make it look squished oh they could have squished his head post-mortem mm-hmm. i wonder what the autopsy says well i have an article for you and i have it quoted oh, so yeah. you know i'm not plagiarizing <laughs> um during its hospital days many deaths occurred from illness or injury but some rather suspicious in origin like that of maintenance man Claude Harvey. Claude was found pinned by the back of the neck by the elevator, quite dead. A thorough inspection of the elevator was done, as well as a coroner's inquest that determined that the elevator could not have caused Claude's death. No autopsy was allowed to be performed, nor an x-ray taken, as the United Verde Copper Company, who owned the building, did not want suspicion pointing in their direction, as accident nor intent. Claude's the only death in the hospital whose cause has yet to be determined. Speculation is, Mr. Harvey was murdered, and his body placed in the elevator room, with his head hanging over the elevator shaft to look like an accident. I hope you his like my reporter voice. His head was hanging... <laughs> I did. That was very good. It, but, okay, so his head was hanging over the shaft? That is suspicious, because you'd expect... If an elevator landed on your head, it would be like a clean decapitation of your head. Yes, I agree. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> I saw you smoke that vape. I know, but <laughs> you can't they didn't get away have with to it. hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of microphones. <laughs> um, what else did I want to say? Okay, so the comp oh yeah, the company, that doesn't make any sense. They're like, in order 
for this to not be suspicious, we're not going to allow an autopsy. Yes, which in my opinion That's makes super it more suspicious. suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. It's and like, I like no. how their autopsy is an x-ray. <laughs> like, yeah. part of the autopsy is just, like, we take an x-ray. <laughs> well, it might have been, like, a roundabout. Like, okay, you're not going to let us dissect the body. Can we at least take a picture of it and see what happened to its the bones? And they're like, no. Yeah, like, you could probably gather a decent amount of information from an x-ray. But, like, nowadays, like, an x-ray is... The also x-ray is, like, the, quality the of least... The x-ray and- 1927 that too because an x-ray today is like the least specific radio radiology that you can do yeah like it'll tell you like yeah his head is not on his shoulders (laughs) obviously if you can read an x-ray it says a little bit more but (laughs) yep i have more of an article for you it's quoted from the same thing only one other known death has since the hospital closed down in 1950 that of Manoa Hofpair, a local man hired by Phelps Dodge Mining Company to be a presence at, in the vacant building, hoping to offset the years of vandalism. Manoa was found hanging from a steam pipe in the engineer's office, where he resided while serving as the caretaker. His death in 1982 was ruled a suicide. My god, the shining, though. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So it was ruled a suicide? Why is it suspicious? It's suspicious because he was the only person there. So we think. Who knows if there's been anything else. He might have uncovered something on Harvey. And they're like, oh shit. So, I mean, to hang yourself from a steam pipe. That takes some effort. I mean, you could do it. But sounds like the dude had it made. He was taking care of a hospital. Keeping the building kind of clean and not run down like he had a job he had a place to live he was being well the idea in the shining is that jack torrance takes over as the caretaker of the hotel over the winter months while no one is there and they're all worried because the last caretaker killed his entire family so they're like yo dude you know like cabin fever is a thing make sure you're not feeling crazy and make sure you don't kill your family, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I guess even if you got it made, if you're like alone for several months by yourself in this fucking rundown hotel or yeah, hospital, you could have done it. Yeah, I could totally see him being like cabin fever, depressed enough to do it. Fair enough. And also, like, why? Who? Who would want to kill him slash the other guy? The maintenance guy. What's the motive? It's a mystery. There is no motive. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Guests have reported seeing two women. One is in a white dress, as predicted. They always are in a white mm. fucking dress. Always. But the other is in an old nurse's uniform, wearing a lab coat and holding a clipboard. Okay. So. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. That's it for the common ones of who people see the most the child and those two nice nice my favorite there's a resident phantom cat who hangs around (laughs) this kitty has been heard meowing (laughs) scratching sniffing even though no other cats are around like there's no cats in the building but people hear cat all the time (laughs) the most reported sighting of this kitty is the imprint of a cat curled up on a guest's bed the bed will be neatly Aww. made moments before, and then out of nowhere, an impression of a cat loaf. A little cat loaf. A ghostly cat loaf. Oh my god. Yep. Does he have a name? No name, and no record of him. But. Okay. Apparently, this cat lives in room 26. Many guests mm. have reported seeing a gray cat under the bed, and room 26 used to be the x-ray room of the hospital. Interesting. I was going to say, the cat may have lived in the hospital because they used to use cats um, to be able to tell if someone was going to die. Mm-hmm. So they got like this sense for it. Yeah. But what 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 is he doing in the x-ray room? Who knows? Doesn't make any sense. Maybe he was, maybe that's where his owner was. Maybe he had like yeah. one owner who worked in the x-ray room, so he was mostly with them aside from wandering the hotel, hospital. <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn. Okay. So, there's a photo of the cat sitting on a table looking at the camera. But oh god, is it really creepy? As my usual, I couldn't find this exact picture. Oh my god. <laughs> but, Damn however, it. I did find tons of photos and recordings of orbs. Like Ooh. People who have gone there have like set up night vision cameras and taken photos and it's interesting cool interesting shit to see and it's pretty cool interesting cool <laughs> yes okay so my understanding thoughts. my understanding of orbs is that it's like an energy that can't fully mm-hmm. uh manifest or something yep in general yeah okay that's what it is is it's i'm here i exist but I don't have enough energy to produce a full apparition, as far as my knowledge goes. So, like, if you're an orb, what's, like, your goal in the afterlife? Are you trying to get energy, or are you just going to float around like that forever? All the pictures and videos I've seen, is like, wee! <laughs> <laughs> they're just, like, zipping around, like, Yeah, wee! they're just zipping around the room, and then they have to, like, slow the camera down, and then you see, like, this little circle starting one spot and like darting over to another spot and like darting over to another spot it's like a little party <laughs> yeah i remember when i used to watch ghost adventures or whatever the fuck ghost hunters ghost there's multiple ones i Those don't are fucking know shows. yeah <laughs> um it was like there was always the question of whether it's just dust because dust looks kind of the same in pictures but then you'd see a video and the path of the mm-hmm. orb dust would be like kind of specific like it was a chosen path like it was a conscious yeah path made yeah i've had some people who see who have like porch videos overnight and it's like that looks like a firefly but when it's like in your bedroom of wherever you're staying and the light like starts at one area zooms down to this other area and then zooms back somewhere else and back to another you're like that's not gravity that is moving on its own accord yeah and even like if the wind in the room was blowing there's a draft like you wouldn't expect it to ping pong ping pong around <laughs> like they usually do yeah exactly um some of these pictures that i was looking through a couple of them did have like a tall human-sized misty shape in it like, uh, you really had to worst. make it out but there was a shape of something there and two of the photos do look faintly like the outline of a cat sitting in the hallway so, like mm. if you look at the picture you like trace it it looks like a cat sitting down and looking at you yeah but see the cat thing is just kind of nice mm-hmm. like if i had a ghost cat walking around unless he was a little bitch and he was knocking shit off tables and stuff that'd be kind of nice but like a ghost child which is probably just as harmless is fucking terrifying mm-hmm. hey sometimes they're not harmless sometimes they are sometimes they just want to like hold your hand and feel comfort but some of them can Aww. be awful Hmm. What does the ghost cat want? Does he want like a little ghost fish? Does he want a ghost scratch behind the ear? <laughs> I'm here. Love me. Oh, ghost cat, no. <laughs> um, so you remember a while ago, a few episodes back, the other podcast that I brought up, History Goes Bump in the Night? Yeah, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't remember which episode that I touched on them with, but... They covered this hotel, and I found some more fun information from them, in addition to my research. So this next bit is quoted from their blog. Should I change my voice again, or just read it? Yes, obviously. Come on. Okay. (laughs) It isn't surprising that one of the ghosts seen at the hotel belongs to an old bearded miner. A patient at the hospital made the first reporting sighting reported sighting, and he claimed that the miner had been floating down the hall and that he turned on all the lights as he went. Sometime later, a nurse reported seeing a bearded man in miner's clothing standing at the end of a hallway. She approached him, and he disappeared. The spirit has continued to be seen by hotel guests nowadays. He is generally seen on the second and third floor. One guest was so disturbed by seeing a door open by itself in his room, that he ran to the lobby and slept there, unwilling to return to his room while it was still dark. 
<laughs> who, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> like, everyone else is like, yo, there's a creepy miner walking around. And then this guy sees a fucking door open and fucking runs to the lobby to sleep. What a little bitch. <laughs> well, that's the difference of modern time versus when the hospital was running in the 1930s. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, when you said minor, when you said <laughs> old minor, no, you said old man in minor's clothing. Are you thinking like No, 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 you said <laughs> you said old bearded minor. And for some reason, minor to me just meant child. And so I thought, and then you went on to say, in the hospital, I was like, oh, he's got like some sort of disease where he's bearded. <laughs> and then I fucking put it together. But like for a while, that's what I was picturing. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. The lobby doors open and close by themselves as though unseen guests are coming and going. Items will fly off the shelves in the gift shop. Pictures are pulled from the walls in the lobby, and chairs have been rearranged. Desk clerks receive phone calls from empty rooms. When they pick up the phone, they hear no one on the other end. As for the rest of the hotel, objects move by an unseen force, and phantom footsteps are heard walking the hallways and the stairs. The cleaning staff have experienced the most paranormal activity— they hear their names called out when no one is there, and their cleaning supplies get moved or go missing. Guests and staff both claim that a ghost little boy around the age of six likes to hang around the third floor. There are two ghosts connected to this elevator. The first is our infamous white... <clears throat> infamous lady in white. <laughs> You were doing so good. I know. I was going great. <laughs> Get into character. Pull it together. <laughs> okay. The first is our infamous lady in white, but this lady is actually elderly, which makes her unique, since most of our ladies in white are younger. She is Wait, usually... that's actually in there? Hmm? That's legitimately a part of yes, this? Yes, it's part of the article. <laughs> Oh my god. Hence the voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quoting. <clears throat> she is usually seen standing near the elevator. The other ghost is the most well-known spirit at the hotel. His name is Claude Harvey. And he was once the maintenance man for the hospital back in 1935. Most people called him Scotty. And they were shocked when they heard about his death. His body was found pinned under the elevator, but the inquest found that his cause of death was not being crushed by the elevator. His neck was broken, and he had a scratch behind one of his ears. Some huh? thought that he had jumped down the elevator shaft, but there was no reason for him to kill himself. The death was unofficially... Oops. The death was... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so good. All right. So good. <laughs> <clears throat> the death was officially ruled an accident, but many believed that he had been murdered and then dumped in the shaft where his body was later pinned by the elevator car. And perhaps because of all of these reasons, Scotty is not at rest. Almost immediately after his death, the elevator started behaving oddly. Lights are seen in the elevator shaft, and there are no lights in the car. Whoa. When the building was abandoned, people claimed to hear the elevator creaking up and down. There was no electricity, so why was the elevator going up and down? Others have claimed to actually see Scotty as a shadow person in the basement and near the elevator. Some wow. see his full-bodied apparition, and he appears angry and makes people feel uncomfortable. But Ooh. he has never hurt anyone. Oh. And seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. excellent. What about the scratch behind his ear? That was 
all that was really mentioned is that there was one. Again, they weren't allowed to do an autopsy, so it was pretty much just initial seeing the body. Well, his neck's broken and there's a scratch behind his ear, and an elevator car, I guess, wouldn't do that with the way it was done. (laughs) The elevator car would not cause an injury of that nature. Apparently. scratch behind the ear is obviously something done by an assailant. (laughs) Precisely. (laughs) All right, so... That's kind of all I have for the history. It was kind of a mess trying to find all this. Another reason I'm really annoyed I missed that episode while it was still on the internet. God. God damn ghost hunter adventurers. Ghost adventurers. Ghost experiencers. can't share his profits. He's like, no, you can't watch me for free. You better be fucking paying. Hmm. That's unacceptable. Yeah, fuck him. (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) You can't work for free. Or I guess... (laughs) Alright, so what I do have are a bunch of guestbook reports. Fuck yeah, I want to read these. These are going to be like Yelp reviews, right? (laughs) Some of them are Yelp reviews, yeah. But apparently they actually have books at the hotel. Multiple ones because of how many they've filled. Almost everyone that comes in has a story to write and they put it in the guestbook. Oh, so so these are specifically, like, hauntings. Yes. Dope. Yeah, I want to hear some. I mean, there were some general Yelp reviews, like, this place was amazing. I had a beautiful view. Like, the general shit. But I pulled the haunting ones. fuck off and all that. (laughs) Yep. So, my voice is a little tired, so I'm not going to read in in my voice. (laughs) Damn it. That's fine. (laughs) I still have strep. It is still not gone yet. Hey, that's another that disturbing fact. I've yeah. had strep three times since the beginning of November, and it is now the beginning of January. <laughs> that's some that's right. some strep right there. Mm-hmm. So my throat my throat's a little worn out. Um. All right. So to start, upon arrival, all was quiet. We took pictures, and we had the occasional orb or two in each picture. Further inspection of the photos revealed a gray cat under one of the beds. That's when our frightening night began. We saw it all, from dark figures standing over our beds, dark orbs, white lights, doorknobs rattling, and strange screams to the occasional flicker of lights. Dude, we have to visit this place. Dude, I'm so excited to do it. This is definitely going on our list. Hell yeah. Uh, Next one. Uh, Let me make sure I have these separated so I don't read them all into one. Okay, this one's kind of long. This was a wonderful surprise for my wife's 30th birthday. We stayed in Jerome's Grand Suite at the Grand Hotel. The staff is absolutely amazing here. They are very knowledgeable and courteous. The room was absolutely beautiful, with breathtaking views of Jerome's small small town and Cottonwood at the bottom of the mountain, and far out to Sedona's sun-kissed Red Mountains. Now, if you're a skeptic and you don't believe in ghosts, this is definitely the place to put that to rest. (laughs) You will most likely always hear creepy noises and strange things that go bump in the night. From old-timey music playing to squeaky wheels from antique gurneys to knocks and bangs inside of the walls to hearing people talk that aren't there to doors slamming when there is no one there and to seeing strange figures that show up in your photos. This is the place. A once-in-a-lifetime ghost adventure awaits you. <laughs> wow, that sounded like a like a travel ad. Thank you. I did my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. We stayed in the Grand. Sorry, we stayed in the Jerome Grand Hotel and loved it. We got there early, but the hotel staff were nice, so they let us check in. Our room thirty-two was great. The balcony with the views was so nice, we sat there for hours. The room was large and clean. No coffee, COVID rules, I guess, but there was fresh coffee in the lobby. Oh, so this one's, like, pretty recent. This one's, like, within the last year, yeah. Shit. We don't believe in ghosts, but early in the morning, my husband got up to watch the sunrise on the balcony. He heard me call his name. When he heard me a second time, he got up and opened the door, but I was fast asleep. Cool. Oh my god. Wait, they said cool? Yeah, there's cool, cool. at the end of it. 
this one was fun too. We just had the most spontaneous stay at this beautiful historical hotel. We actually only came in to see the lobby and check rates for a future visit. However, they received a cancellation and gave Hubby and I a chance to stay in the garden room 37A. So we took it. First of all, the front desk personnel were phenomenal. And if it wasn't for that, we would have most likely waited on the opportunity. Second, yes, we encountered orbs. Voices in the hallways, the notorious cat, and we met so many new people here at this hotel, which made the stay so much more fun. I thought she was going to say, so many new people at this hotel, which didn't actually exist. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> it was hard for me to sleep, even though the hubby said he had the best sleep ever. I kept feeling like someone was standing over me, watching me, and least to say a restless night for myself. But I'm actually very happy we made the spontaneous choice, as if it was meant to be. The only place that felt heavy was the restroom. It was the feeling of sadness. But our room was the sanatorium room when it was a hospital, so, you know, go figure. Actually, bitch, it was never a sanatorium, <laughs> so, like, you can back the fuck up with that shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> Lastly, the hotel itself was just amazing. The decor, the gated elevator, the design. I would definitely recommend staying here. I know I will be back again one day. Sorry, Dope. I'm having Looking fun reading these it. different voices. <laughs> I like how you picked up her Cali accent. <laughs> I thought it was great. I just thought it was fitting. It was fitting. This one, I can't tell if it's male or female, so I'm just going to go for it. Mm, ambiguous. My son and I had an incredible time at this boutique hotel. The drive to Jerome was well worth it. Scary, but worth it. We checked mm. in, and the staff was super friendly and explained everything to us. Manual, elevator, etc. And we were put in room 37B. This is wait, an wait, absolutely wait, 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 wait. Manual elevator? Yes. The so old like elevator. Back, back when you said that shit about the elevator going up and down by itself without any electricity... Boom, it's a manual. Uh -huh. Just had to sneak that in. Yep, good job. Thank you for tying <laughs> it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you ruined my flow, man. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I gotta, I gotta point out the facts, bro. I hear you. <laughs> All right, where was I? Ah, 37B. This is an absolutely beautiful hotel, and it is most definitely haunted. We had many paranormal interactions during our one-night stay, the hotel staff also gave my son a copy of the death certificate and a letter from the 24-year-old girl's family. She lost her life what? after jumping to her death from the window in room 37B. If you want more info, I highly encourage you to read the journals at the front desk and or take the ghost tour with Chris. Ew. Okay, I don't like that. Yeah. There's some 24-year-old girl, which happens to be my age, and that has nothing to do with my indignation. <laughs> some 24-year-old girl jumped out of a window, and they have her, they have her death, death certificate, certificate as, like, as like a fucking thing they put up in the gift shop. Like, and I would guess that the letter is a suicide letter. Like, yeah, it's a little yeah, morbid. That's, like, yeah, that's some chick fucked. jumped out a window, so we're going to give anyone who stays in this room a death certificate and her suicide letter. That's fucked. Oh my mm -hmm. god, she's probably definitely haunting that place. Yep. And Damn. sadly, that was the last one. I thought I had more. But... Nah, I mean, that was good. Let's get them out. So, I don't think it was near the quality of Sloss, but I didn't have to find two different stories to tell in our allotted time. I felt yeah. like there was kind of enough to make it... I mean, we're at 50 minutes now, so... Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty solid. Good jumping right back in. Maybe we're both a little rusty, but like it's <laughs> been a month. <laughs> yeah, definitely a little rusty. That's for sure. Yeah. And I have COVID and you have strep. So like, you know, give us a break, guys. <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at haunts underscore n underscore creeps. You can send us an email with 
any spooky things you want to discuss or random stories if you feel like it because you know we send just want to get anything. to know our people send us nudes yes Don't. all the nudes but do <laughs> what if i wanted noodles <laughs> yeah send us noodles for sure <laughs> haunts and creeps at gmail.com um, yeah we also need um what's that word i'm thinking advice but no we need recommendations for wines Ooh. and various liquors we gotta pick that back up yes um, today was a sober episode yeah it was a sober episode i have coffee that's how sober it was i finished um, my coffee earlier i had milk <laughs> <laughs> wow stone cold sober for this one guys okay so patreon we got that oh yeah find us on patreon we need your help also our quality yeah our quality this episode should be a lot better so some feedback on that would be nice yeah you just got a brand new mic i'm using a gaming headset it's better than what we did have in the closet (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely give us feedback on how we sound on this episode We'll see how it goes. and We're still taking pointers because we're noobs. Yes. And because of the way I have my system set up, I couldn't watch myself record. Usually I'm like paying attention to my voice. So hopefully it's not too all over the place. But (laughs) (laughs) we'll see. Excellent. And then, so the next episode is going to be Arizona again. It's my turn, right? Yes, ma'am. All right. I'll have something good for us. I hope so. Looking forward to it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah until i get a job you know i'm just gonna be here every day <laughs> sweet let's record again <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> all right cool all right well until next time creeps we love you we need your help find us on patreon please we miss you <laughs> oh also merry christmas happy new year fuck 2020 let's move on happy kwanzaa happy ha- hanukkah Merry Yule. Blessed Yule, I guess. Blessed Yule. And uh, happy happy holidays. Holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's my birthday next week. We should do a birthday. Oh, fuck. Damn, I got to make it real good now. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) That's the plan. Cool. (laughs) All right, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Stay creepy. Keep it weird. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, I'm still going. Stop.